Good morning. It has been a very hot and mostly dry summer here in North Carolina. And as a result, many kind volunteers have been coming by the temple to water our thirsty plants and trees. Sometimes we hand water the plants. And while carrying and pouring water is great exercise and gives us time to check the health of the plants, it is not a fast process. This last Monday morning, it was already hot when I arrived to help with watering. The temperature was expected to reach 100 degrees by noon. So I braced myself for the inevitable heat and got started. But as I turned to gather the empty watering cans I had just used, I was surprised to find Reverend Ziyong standing in their place, gently smiling and holding two watering cans filled with water. All morning, Reverend Ziyong kindly brought me water in this way. It was hot, sweaty work, but the water was necessary for the plant's survival. Perhaps it was because of this lovely help from my kind water-filling and carrying bodhisattva, I soon started paying extra careful attention to how I was using the water she brought. I did not want to waste a drop. But I still took time to water each plant deeply because the roots of plants follow the path of the water they receive. Deep watering means deep roots, which are better protected from intense summer heat than shallow ones. Deep roots can access more nutrients from the soil. They make for healthier plants. Recently, I heard Reverend Wong Gong explain that the most ideal approach for nurturing deep root growth is to place a very slowly dripping hose at the base of a plant and leave it there, letting the water absorb into the ground drop by drop. It's fair to say that in recent days, I have spent a good amount of time watching water soak into dirt, and it has me reflecting on how the relationship between watering and roots is similar to the connection between our practice and spiritual growth. A deep practice, like deep watering, helps us develop robust and healthy spiritual roots. But when our practice has the quality of fast, superficial watering, there's a lot of runoff. Our roots remain shallow, malnourished, and are susceptible to drying out. What does deep spiritual watering look like? We each will have our own way of answering that question, but there are some qualities that are probably universal such as a practice based on true dharma and on sincerity 
open-mindedness and steadfastness. These days, I am also finding it helpful to remember that while my goal is to grow deep roots from my practice, it is okay if the conditions of my life are not optimal for what I imagine deep practice to look like. Just like the plants here in the temple gardens, our practice can thrive when the source of our spiritual refreshment is from a beautiful sky or a plastic watering can. True practice just needs to show up and adapt to the various conditions in which it finds itself. The heat waves and hand watering in our lives can become life-giving sources when we allow them to slowly and deeply soak into us because our spiritual roots follow the water of our practice. Deep watering results in deep roots, and deep roots make healthy, vibrant growth and life possible. Thank you.